Salams guys, my name is Mohammed Zaud and I'm the co-founder of Toledo Society, which is a podcast network dedicated to English-speaking Muslims across the globe. We've launched a couple of shows and we have several in the pipeline. Our first show, which is called The Transit Lounge, which I host, is currently live and you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. On The Transit Lounge, we interview people who've had a considerable impact on the Muslim world. People who've had positions at the White House, members of parliament, business people and community people. We also have another show that's currently live called seven stories seven minute stories as you drop off your kids to school we'd love your feedback and if you'd like to find out more visit toledosociety.com that's t-o-l-e-d-o society.com assalamu alaikum i'm khalil alika and i'm zahir parker and welcome to accidentalmuslims.com so accidentalmuslims.com is a, a movement a platform where we showcase present and future leaders to help us live with purpose. And we believe that everybody has a story to tell. This podcast hopes to add value. So welcome and enjoy. Hello and assalamu alaikum. Welcome to another episode. Today we're interviewing our guest, none other than Gachi, taxi operator, whatever you would like to call him, uh, Yasin Abrahams. Uh, welcome Yasin, assalamu alaikum. And, and of course, we have our guest presenter today, Aisha Bibi Khan. Welcome, Aisha. We feel honored and privileged to be having you here today, Yasin, interviewing you in your first interview, formal official interview. All has been, I believe, telephonic before. Yes, okay. it's the first one in the studio, so you actually got it. Okay. Yasin, tell us a bit about Yasin Abrams. Where do you come from? Firstly, who you are, what your age is. Okay, I'm Yasin Abrams. I grew up in Mitchell's Plain. I'm 26. And I'm actually living in Bonneville now for 13 years. I think we can go right into it. So we want to know about your story. Um, the So we obviously are very inspired and that's why you're here. So we want to know more about... Um, what it is that you're doing for the elderly, um, your story behind that and how that all started. The time before I actually started working on taxes, I actually saw what's happening in the community. And then some guy came to me and said, I would like you to work with me on this taxi. And then I was only about the age of 16 when I started working on the taxi. And like time went on, I actually saw what goes around the community, what's happening in the community, and what's happening to the people in the community and all of that. And then I can't actually tell you what actually triggered this whole thing of me being so famous and so popular <laughs> or whatever the case might be yes. but I actually done something totally out of my heart like it was just a feeling that I had one night to post this message on Facebook yeah. I just wanted to see what is the community of Pontiwo gonna say and how they actually gonna feel about it yeah. Yeah. and then in the middle of the night and then my phone went off like crazy. Yeah. Like all the comments came through. Mm. Um, people asking me like 
over 2,000 people here that's reacting on my post. Mm. Yeah, with you. Yeah, no slap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then the next, the next, the next morning, I stood up for work, make me done go work. Arriving the peak, after the peak, my daddy, like, phoned me. There's a lady standing by your door. <laughs> Who's this lady? No, her name is Monique. Monique, I don't know her greatest name Monique. No, she's from the Daily Voice. The what? Daily Voice. Okay, I'm on my way. Then I actually met this lady. And then she actually wrote the story about the post that I actually posted on Facebook. So, so let me, let me maybe just interject there, Yasin, if I may. The post that you posted the first time on Facebook Give us a, a brief summary. What what was the post about? What were you okay, saying the, in the post? The post was the way I felt of helping the community and elderly people. Yeah. Which means the pins and people. Sure. And the reason why I actually did it is because it's how I felt that night. Yeah. Because in 2016, yeah, I actually lost my mother. Okay, I actually lost my mother. And believe it or not, she was only 54. Wow. She survived six drugs and five heart attacks. But the first few of both actually made her paralyzed in the left hand side. And she was sitting in the wheelchair. Then in the morning, then I should have. I should must stay at home and then we push her to the day hospital. Sure. In a wheelchair. Right. So this, of course, you develop the empathy for people that can't do things for themselves, that it's a bit difficult. You felt that for people like that. And that's why you decided then to assist old people. Old people. And, and you also mentioned to me before that it wasn't only old people that you helped. People that were slightly overweight and found it difficult to get into yeah. the taxi. Yeah, it's it's people like that. And I mean, um, that was actually my inspiration of what I actually, when I actually lost my mother. Sure. She, because at the moment, nobody's cooking me food. I'm living on any, anything that I can eat every day now. Sure. It's still something. You see to yourself. Yeah, I see to myself, me and my father. Sure. Because I'm still living with my dad. And this night, then I type out this message. <clears throat> the first post on Facebook. And then I just shit into the message that I would like to assist the elderly people of not paying in the taxi that I'm working on. Sure. Because they actually need their money, that the, they actually need their money more than I actually do. This pension grant that they receive. Yeah, the of pension money. 1,600 rand? I think it's one five or one six, yeah. one or two, I'm not yeah. sure. And and I mean 
they actually need their money more than I actually do. Because, I mean, they only get a salary of a pension once a month. Sure. We as taxi, taxi drivers or taxi cards, we pay every day. Sure. Whether if it's a hundred rand or fifty rand or whatever the case might be. With two hundred whatever the case might be. Mm. Yeah. But we pay every day. But that pension is only getting paid the end of next month. Again. Sure. So um, I want to know what was the the kind of response? What was the the elderly's response to this when they actually came and they realized that you are you not sure It's a big deal. So what was it like? What was the reaction of the community? Yes, and especially the elderly people that you were doing it for. The reaction was like I'm going to say it again. They asked me, "Where do I come from? Who am I? Mm. What am I doing?" They can't believe it. Yeah, mm. it's unbelievable. Um, but believe it or not, it's actually true because I'm sitting here in the studio, I'm mm. still alive though. Mm. This is me, the pensioners won't pay in the taxi that I'm guarding on. Mm. The reason why is because we as youngsters, we're still gonna get to that age. Sure. We're still gonna get to that age. So the people listening to this broadcast or the people that tuting this, whatever the case case might be, listen to what I'm telling you guys now. This isn't just for me um, sucking this whole story out of my thumb or something like that. That pension, the taxi to Cape Town, now the taxi fare went up, now it's 15 rand to Cape Town. It's 12 rand to Mowbray. It's eight rand to the mall to Vanguard Mall. It's ten rand to Atlantville to the to Vanguard Mall. Yeah, it's ten rand from Bontville mm. to Atlant and ten rand to to Gatesville mm. out of Bontville. That fifteen rand for that elderly person. Let me see what can she buy. She can buy a bread of that money, or she can buy a fifteen rand light of that money. The ten rand that she's she's giving up to go to Atlant. She can buy a liter of milk of that money. The other end that she's giving out, what can she buy? That's half a loaf of bread or something. Yeah. Sure. But just make a job. I'm just making a job of what she actually can do with that money. That's what she, she needs. Yeah, well, that, that she actually giving out. Yes. And then I told him, I asked myself the question. Um, mm. But you also mentioned something on the way to Grootiskir or to Cape Town, for example. Grootiskir would be Mowbray. Uh, that 15 rand that it cost her from Bontivo to Grooteskir, she still needs to buy something to, to eat, eat exactly. which is at hospital. Yeah, I was still coming to that part. And they're not even going back from Grooteskir home, so it's 30 rand. It's 30 rand, up and down. But, I mean, what do that old lady give out for the whole day if she must still buy something to eat at the hospital? Sure. I didn't make a round number, I didn't say she might under Why? Hmm. Because she must still eat. Yeah. And she must still save up some money again to come home. Yeah, exactly. But what couldn't she do with that money? Sure. She could have buy a 50 rand light, yeah. electricity for a house, sure. and she could have buy up uh, maybe a 30 rand mints and 5 rand potatoes, and she could have make her something to eat that could have keep her for 2 or 3 days. Sure. And, and I think, Asha, also the context that Yasin is, is explaining to us this story. Um, many of these 
uh, households that are headed by a grandmother mm-hmm. or mother that uh, receives a pension is actually she's taking care not only of uh, herself but it's also her kids she's taking care of her, her children <laughs> Uh, her grandchildren mm. and uh, uh, yeah, her, yeah, her children and her grandchildren. Mm. So it's not like Yasin is explaining. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's you you're helping an entire family. Yeah, yeah and, and 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 another thing is this: that pension isn't enough sure. for the end of the month. Mm. It's totally not enough. May I just want to reward you, my brother, for your noble efforts, mm. for something that you your endeavor that you've started here. It's something I can I can just listening to you now. It's the first time we really uh, me engaging and we yeah. met this evening for the very first time. But I can understand why so many people has been interested in your story because you're speaking from the heart, mm. yeah, and it's your own personal yes. experience as well. And you're putting a lot into perspective. For people that don't actually realize this, the kind of hardships that others go through. Yes. Yeah, um, and, and, and and another thing is this, the, the, the old people of the day, mm. they doesn't have a voice anymore. Mm. They can't speak up anymore. Mm. But just remember, I'm asking you guys and I'm asking South Africa mm. and some other president as well. Mm. And the world. And, and the, the world. world. Yeah. The world. I'm asking you this question now. If you's gonna get to that age, Who's gonna help you the end of the day? Allah. But this is where my service comes mm. in. If you can get to that age, yes. and my service is still alive, you don't pay into the taxi. So, what is your, um, what I want to know is, what is your hope for this? Like, what kind of impact do you want to have on the community and the people around you? What kind of message do you want to send them? I don't actually have a message to South Africa. Well, just to, to your immediate community, yeah, yeah. what is it that you I want to I don't actually, I do have a message to South Africa, but not a physical message. But I do have a message for them. And it's actually, I need a lot of help with it. Because number one, I'm not, I'm not Superman. And I don't own my own vehicle. I'm just a normal guy with a big heart being a guardsy. So, any donations, any sponsorships, or anything real, according to my project of launching this whole service in my community, officially, will highly be appreciated by me. Because I don't have the money to buy my own van, and I would really love to carry on what I'm doing. For the elderly. So, so Yassi, let me ask you a question. Your, your uh, good gesture of extending the service to whoever needs it, mm. and you said it's not only the elderly, um, that surely comes from your pocket or the driver. Somebody oh. needs to pay for that. For what? For, 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 for giving free rides. No, nobody actually pays for it. Is it? Nobody okay. pays for it. Because if the moment, if, if, because it's not every day where elderly people get into your taxi. Oh, I see. Okay. And it's okay. not like you get the full van of elderly people. The every day you only get maybe one or two or maybe three for the most. Sure. But then they only go for the furthest that they, they go in is to act. Oh, okay. But then if you, if they get out by the mall or in Gatesville, and you just drive around the corner, then you pick the other three up 
in their places. Sure. So you actually losing nothing. Correct. Correct. By paying it forward. Yeah, you you actually losing nothing and giving an elderly a person a ferry a ride every day. It's a blessing that you can get. Hey, I won't tell. I won't tell you how how you see that blessing because I shall then know. But like I'm telling well, you, I, know, I think I don't also know, and I shall also. Yeah. I don't think we can even. But uh, the way you feel, <coughs> yes. yo, it's like it you feel, yeah, you feel on Please. top of the world. Sure, sure. Because why are you doing something good yeah. out of your heart? And and you really saw an opportunity here to to do this, to extend this goodness to 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 those in need. After seeing that gangsters in the areas rides the taxis as they wish for free, isn't it? Yeah, I actually noticed everything after that as well, and I put all my facts together and. Put it on paper before I actually post it online, and but that's nothing to do with him also. This is my story. Sure. This is my service. <coughs> that I'm providing, and I'm Yasin Abrams, the one and only famous guy. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only famous guy. We a pensioner from seventy and over seventy can get a free ride into my van. Yes. One day if I have my own van. But for now, I'm still working for a boss. Yeah. And I'm still a guard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that uh, ever before being a guard has been so cool. I mean, you've really made it. You really made it cool. And 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 for those for those of our international listeners that doesn't know what a gachi is, maybe let me just explain. It's really a a, a gachi is a, is got a very important job yes. on the, uh, the, yes. the South African taxi. Alright, though, this is actually what the gachi is all about. Yeah. You see, you get the driver of the van. The yeah. driver drives the van. Yeah. The driver stops the van. But who gets the people into the van is the gachi. <laughs> The guards who got yeah, the most yeah. important yeah. job on the van, so, and, and I'm not just any guards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm an international slider. <laughs> <laughs> but but give us give us the 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 the, the, the lingo. I mean, what was it um, when you call people? How do you call people to your, to your for the roots? Oh, for the roots. Yeah. <laughs> if you like call a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, if you I don't actually know your name and I see you're a young lady, then I ask you, hello girl, are you going what? Sham, Sham's good. Whatever the excuse my in now. And then it's Ethlon Mowbray Cup, yeah, but you do it better. It's an Ethlon Mowbray Cape Town, yeah. and it more. There we go. Yes, the root. And um, yeah. And if it's an uh, elderly person yeah. now, like, Oh my God! Then I find yeah. hello, Ma, Masha. Yeah. Yeah. Free wake up of. Wish sure everyone was getting the video. Yeah, then they look at you like this. Uh, mm. Okay, drive us around. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. So um, being a guard is all fun and everything. Man. But I'm sure many old people looks forward to getting yeah, the road taxi. Mm. Yeah, and it's not that people get. The how can I say man? They all carry plaque on the club. And and Afrikaans, they all must carry plaque on the club. But they even need some of you. When I look even need you, they all carry plaque on the club. Waarvan? I can see you must coffee. I'm very talkative. I'm a funny guy. Like you all often in the studio. So 
Yeah, they tomorrow. What what can happen? Um, if they grandkids wanna go out, no, nah, don't phone them. Phone this guy. He can take you. Yeah. So that is all the process that is happening now with this whole story. Wonderful. What an inspiring story, Asin, I must say. Um, I mean, I, not only am I was this entertaining, but I'm also feeling that I'm envious of the reward that you get. I don't know how you feel, Asin. No, definitely. Um, and I mean, if you think about it, all that 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 elderly, all that prayers and all they do us all for you mm. and that's probably also part of why I feel so blessed every yeah, day that's yeah. when all I can say is shukaran for all the support and all the du'as and all the comments that they actually gave me and mm. all of that there was nothing negative about it this is a mm. positive story and I'm trying to make it positive to serve the whole community mm. because I'm not just looking at my own community mm. I'm looking to other people's community outside of Bontemal as well. But how can I go forward? How can I move forward of serving the niche community? It's only if I get my own vehicle. Because, I mean, I'm going to say it again. Every one of us, we're going to die. And we're going to get to that age where that elderly people is 84, 75, 65, or whatever the case might be. But the question on the market is, who's going to help us? Who's going to help you? If you're not going to be able to drive your car anymore to the gate, or to the hospital, then what must you do? You must pick up a phone and phone the ambulance. How long do the ambulance take to come to your house? Yeah. But then, that's where my service comes in. If you phone me, I'm now there because why it's an emergency? Yes, you speak about the, the elderly with so much passion, no? like you really, really, there's so much love. Yeah, because there. I must still get why, to that age. Why is it that you love the elderly so much? What is it about that? Why I love the elderly so much? It's because elderly people was actually, even your mothers and your grandmothers, was actually the people that sacrificed everything in life for you to step into this world and make a success of your life. Your mother and grandmother went nine months to hospital just for what? For giving birth to you. Now, how can you actually repay them? There's no way you can repay them. No money is worth a mother's love or a granny's love. But now you get that elderly people that's sitting in old age homes. Why are they sitting in old age homes? Where are the kids? Yeah. Where are the grandkids? Why couldn't the kids look after them? Yeah. Yasin, what I hear you constantly saying, it, it's, it's as if your service to the elderly, to those who aren't able to assist, assist themselves, is almost a way for you to prepare when you are that age. When yeah. you are incapable of assisting yourself. And I think it's a lesson for all of us. And, and, and it makes me think that the, the Prophet of Islam, Rasulullah he was sent as a mercy unto mankind. And he was sent to be of service to, to everybody around him. And so you, it's one, it's for me, it's one of his qualities, Sallallahu Alaihi that you are implementing in your life now, Knowingly or unknowingly, 
uh, it's something that I see is such a beautiful quality that if anybody sees that, they see that this young Muslim man is providing this wonderful service um, that is of benefit to the entire community. And, and I can only see, because it's happened already, it's not because of our interview mm -hmm. here, but it's happened already with all these hundreds of thousands of people that's interested in your story, how you already, you talk about taking your, your service outside of the community of Bonteville. But I can tell you now, brother, it's not only gone outside of the community of Bonteville, it's gone throughout the country of South Africa and, and over its borders and over the seas. Aisha, yeah. you see that? Yes, definitely. And um, it's just, I think, it's a it's a message to all of us to obviously try and give back and um, impact wherever we can positively. So that's Ayas, and I just want to ask you again: what is it? What would be your like a message to the youngsters? What can they do? What because you're an inspiration, I mean, you're inspiration to me and to all of us. So what kind of um, message would you give them? Just to, if they're interested in, in doing something for the greater good, what kind of message would you give them? Okay, my, my message, my, my own message to, to the listeners and to all the people that's viewing this, whatever the case might be, is to think logically why I'm actually doing this. Think about yourself. Think about your family and think about the service. Then you put all of that together and you come up by your own answer. Why? Because this service that I'm providing is something positive for anybody on this earth. To step into the van and get a free ride the time if you get to that age of being 70 and over. I know, I know I got a lot of questions why only from 17, over 70? Pension starts from 60. Listen to this. Pensioners that still 60 are still fit for the L, for, for the age. They can still move. People over 70 and from 70 is walking with crutches. Some of them sitting in wheelchairs. Now, that's why I said from 70 and over 70. If you're 60, you're still going to pay my venue because you're not yet 70. <laughs> you're still going to pay my venue because you're not yet 70 and over 70. Yes. But I mean, if I see you, you okay, you're 60 and you, you, you're struggling and you're working with a kiri or whatever the case might be, then I'll tell you, okay, it's fine, keep your mind. It will be my decision. It will be my decision of letting you drive for free. But my whole message to, to South Africa is to just give me your support. So show me that you also love me <laughs> the way I love your elderly people. Yes. And come on board, help me with it if you want to. I can give you my contact details. And everything, and if it's not that you sh you think that you I'm wasting my time or you wasting your time of to listen to this, I'm gonna tell it to you again. I'm not gonna stop doing it because this service isn't for me. It's just a love. 
It's for your family. It's for yourself. And for the whole community. I think it's also um, just teaching us. You're teaching us that no matter what your capacity is, no matter what you're earning, no matter, you can always, always, always still give back. As long as you have, you can give. Yeah. yeah. And the more you give, the more you receive. Yeah. If you don't give, you're not going to receive anything. Because money can't buy everything. Because the day you die, yeah. all of that money is going to stay behind. Yeah. You die alone, without money. And play your is after, your building play after, your pool play after, whatever the case might be. But the service is going to go on and on and on and on and on. Until Kiyama can fix us all. Yasin, um, it, again, it's really been so enlightening meeting you and having this conversation here today. I must thank you for taking the time out and sitting with us and having this conversation. It's really been eye-opening. And I think so many young people has drawn inspiration from your story. Asha, any last words from you? Um, I agree with um, Jakub. I think you are very inspirational. And at the moment I saw that video the first time, I was like, I messaged Khalil, I said, we need, you guys need to get him. Um, and I'm also really happy. This is the first time I'm interviewing Pakistani Muslims. So um, I feel very privileged that you were the first person that I could do this with. Sure. So um, shukran so much for your time. Um, we wish you all of the very, very best for the future. Salams guys, my name is Mohammed Zaud and I'm the co-founder of Toledo Society, which is a podcast network dedicated to English-speaking Muslims across the globe. We've launched a couple of shows and we have several in the pipeline. Our first show, which is called The Transit Lounge, which I host, is currently live and you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. On The Transit Lounge, we interview people who've had a considerable impact on the Muslim world. People who've had positions at the White House, members of parliament, business people and community people. We also have another show that's currently live called seven stories seven minute stories as you drop off your kids to school we'd love your feedback and if you'd like to find out more visit toledosociety.com that's t-o-l-e-d-o society.com so that's it for today's show we hope you added value we hope you enjoyed it but most of all we hope our guests is inspired you to live with purpose don't forget to send us your suggestions via info at accidentalmuslims.com if you know anybody out there that is inspiring, that's leading, that's living with purpose, please uh, do contact us. And remember, feedback is our oxygen. So follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed. God bless. Assalamu alaikum.